Welcome to the August Trailer Talk edition of See It or Shove It. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm here to give you my predictions of whether August's biggest releases will be a See It or a Shove It based on the trailer. August is usually a month where films of questionable quality are dumped between the afterglow of summer movie season before award-caliber films begin to get released. Will it happen again? Let's find out what my predictions are. These are some of the releases that, as of now, are scheduled for release in August. The ongoing Writers Guild and Screen Actors Guild strikes could send some of these to later in the year or even next year, as has already happened with a few titles. But let's see what August is going to bring us as of now. Opening tomorrow, August 2nd, those sewage-dwelling turtles are back in an all-new adventure. This is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. We can't stop him. We gotta try. Six in the morning, police at my door. Can I shake it? My son, Michelangelo, you have heart. Donatello, you have wisdom. Raphael, you have bravery. And Leonardo, honor. Enough talk. I dream about fighting every night. You've got a rage oh, problem, right? Snap. It's not a problem. Can I shake This actually looks like it's going to be pretty good. It says it's from Seth Rogen. Actually, it says it's from permanent teenager Seth Rogen, and I believe he is a huge fan of the Ninja Turtles, so I'm going to assume that this is made as a loving tribute to them. It is giving me a Spider-Verse vibes in terms of the animation and the storytelling, um, and that it's going to be, you know, pretty faithful to one of the comic book stories. It looks full of action, and the animation looks pretty good, and I think that will make it pretty exciting. I'm actually going to go see it tonight at an advanced showing, so um, I'll find out in just a few hours what I thought of it, and I'm going to predict that it's going to be a see it. Opening this Friday, August 4th, Jason Statham takes to the seas again to battle the monsters of the deep. This is Meg 2, The Trench. Jonas, we need your help. Increased aquatic activity 25,000 feet deep in the trench. It's an ancient ecosystem untouched by man. Whatever is down there is trying to make its way to the surface. This was a bad idea. Just a little bit. I wasn't a huge fan of the first Meg movie. In fact, I think I remember falling asleep on it. And that was in the Dolby Theater with all those loud noises and everything, so that tells you how much I enjoyed that one. And this one looks like it's everything that I didn't enjoy about the first one, just elevated to a whole new level. It looks like it's going to be ridiculous, and intentionally so. Um, considering how franchises usually decline in quality as they go on, and I didn't enjoy the first one, I'm going to predict that this is going to be a shove-it. Opening August 11th, Academy Award winner Ben Kingsley befriends an alien. This is Jules. We need a crosswalk on Trent Avenue between Frost and Allegheny. And also... Oh my. Oh, 
UFO has crashed my backyard, has taken out my azaleas, and destroyed my birdbath. When you talk like that, it makes them all take us less seriously. Did you just say UFO? What is that? Remember the spaceship? This is the little man who came out of it. He's got to be a secret. Don't tell anybody. This looks cute. It seems that a UFO lands in the backyard of Ben Kingsley's character, and he befriends him and tries to hide him from everyone for fear that the government will find out and do something bad with him. It also stars Jane Curtin, and I love her. Her TV show Kate and Allie was one of my favorites when I was a kid. She seems to pop up every now and then, once or twice a year in a movie, and any time I get to see her, it puts a smile on my face. When I saw the poster for this movie, I thought it was going to be some low-quality cheese fest, and it still might be that, but the trailer makes me want to see it more than the poster did. The poster looks like some high schooler put it together, quite frankly. But again, this looks cute, and I'm looking forward to seeing it, and I think it's going to be a see-it. Also opening August 11th, like Jason Statham, the week before, Dracula, this time, takes to the high seas for an adventure. This is The Last Voyage of Demeter. Something wrecked about the animals. All the livestock. This looks like a bite. Search the ship. Everywhere. Evil is on board. Powerful evil. Based on the trailer, this looks really good. It looks like it's going to be scary and suspenseful. My understanding is that it's based on a single chapter of Bram Stoker's Dracula novel. So that gives me a little pause that they're going to stretch one chapter into a two-hour movie, as well as it being an August movie. So I'm a little hesitant, but I do enjoy Corey Hawkins, and I do enjoy suspenseful thrillers, and if you remember the other month that is usually filled with shitty movies is January... And this year, it was actually filled with surprisingly entertaining films. So I can't really go by the August release date, necessarily. But since this is trailer talk, after all, I'm going to go strictly based on the trailer and say that this will be a see-it. On August 18th, the latest DC Comics adaptation hits the big screen. This is Blue Beetle. Now, I'm not a big comic book guy, so I don't know anything about Blue Beetle. But this looks like it could be entertaining in a typical DC film kind of way. And although that's not necessarily a compliment, considering they're usually lacking in something to make it just on the other side of good. But this one gives me the sense that it is DC's version of Spider-Man, where a teenager gets these powers and then he navigates how to use them. You know, the typical fish-out-of-water story. 
But I do think the story seems interesting, and like the last prediction I just made, I'm going to go based on the trailer only, and I think this one could be entertaining enough to be a marginal see-it. On August 18th, foul-mouthed dogs attempt to get revenge on an abusive owner. This is Strays. Thank you for me, kid. He left your ass. No, that can't be right. You are officially a stray. That would mean... Doug doesn't love me. Poor little guy. I should probably talk to him. I am a therapy dog. Red, you can learn how beautiful it can be when you're off the leash. This beer is making me dizzy. It's about to get real dizzy up in this bitch. I'm having a great time. This motherfucker right here. What you want? Huh, Let's homie? Go. You little bitch-ass friend with the motherfucking home perm and shit. What did you just say? Hey, you I would hate for this to get violent. This looks like it could go either way. I'm totally a dog person, so I will watch any movies involving dogs as long as they don't die. This looks like it has a lot of raunchy humor and gags, which I don't mind, but I'm wondering if a little of that goes a long way. I did look up the runtime, and it is only an hour and a half, so that's good that it, if it does get repetitive and annoying, at least it won't be lasting two, two and a half hours. With the voice talents of Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx, as well as the human component of this movie being Will Forte, it could potentially be the late summer comedy that tends to break out during this time. I am definitely not going to hold the release date against this one because it was originally supposed to go out on June 9th, but because of the writer's strike, they wanted to move it to later so that the stars could promote it. Well, now they're on strike too, so they can't promote it. Um, but I think this is going to be a movie that will depend on the word of mouth. Because I'm kind of hesitant right now, I'm going to predict that this will be a shove-it, but I hope I'm wrong. Rounding out the month on August 25th are two queer high school girls who start a fight club as a way to land cheerleaders. This is Bottoms. Could the ugly, untalented gays please report to the principal's office? Guess that's you guys. Tonight is our night. We're getting the cooch. I'm gonna talk to Brittany. You get that, out of Isabel. What would I say? Hey, girl, how's your boyfriend? How's his penis? I'm gonna expel you both for committing a crime against Jeff. Get out of the car. You can't tell me what to do. Get out of the freaking car. We were just practicing for our self-defense club. It's like a fight club. Yes. Just stay in your lane until you're munching Beaver Wesleyan. Yes, sir. This is another one that looks like it can go either way. It reminds me a lot of the movie Booksmart from a few years ago. If you haven't seen it, that's actually a very good movie. This one just seems like it's too much like it's going to be too aggressive with its humor to appeal to me. However, I did like Joyride this summer, and that was beyond aggressive with its humor, so... Who knows? If the story about two teenagers who are trying to get laid actually uses clever humor to make its point, then I'll probably end up liking it. But again, based solely on the trailer, I think this one may be a marginal shove-it. Opening August 25th, Academy Award winner Dame Helen Mirren stars as the controversial leader of Israel. This is Golda. If the Americans throw us to the dogs, I will not be taken away. Egyptians have fired the cruise missile at Tel Aviv. Well, I'm not going to get under the table, but don't let me stop you. Four, five, five, if the Egyptians 
Egyptians defeat us with Soviet weapons, what message does that send to the free world? The Russians are preparing 11 airborne divisions. When I was a child in Ukraine, they would beat Jews to death in the street for fun. I am not that little girl hiding in the cellar. This seems to tell about a specific period of time in the life of Golda Meir, who was the Prime Minister of Israel. It looks like it's during the war on Yom Kippur, and based on the trailer, it looks like it's going to be boring, if I'm being honest. Sometimes historical films can be tedious to get through. Hell, look at how I felt about Oppenheimer on my first viewing. I had to go see it in a different format with tempered expectations to truly appreciate it, and by the time you've heard this, I will have seen it three times, so there's hope for Golda. However, this is not a Christopher Nolan movie, so I believe that the hope is slim, and I think this too is probably going to be a misfire, even though Dame Helen Mirren and Liev Schreiber are in it, and they usually pick some good things to do except for that one TV show that Helen Mirren narrated, I think it was last year or the year before, where she imagined what the animals in the wild were saying. I will never understand what drew her to that project. Anyway, I think this too will be a shove-it, mainly out of boredom. Finally, also opening August 25th, Academy Award nominee Liam Neeson returns with his latest action flick. This one is called Retribution. Hello, Matt. Sorry, who is this? There is a bomb under your seat. If you... Did I do something to you? You sound so guilty. What do you want? Drive to this location. Honey, something's happened. There's a man who has put a bomb in the car. Under our seats, there are pressure triggers. We can't get out. The car will explode. You know what I always say about Liam Neeson movies lately? You've seen one, you've seen them all. And this one seems no different. Except this time he's in a car and he can't stop or get out of it, or it will blow him and his children up. So basically, speed, but in a car, minus Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. Now, what it does seem to have going for it is that it's a quick, thrilling pace, possibly, and looking up the runtime, it looks like it's just about an hour and a half, so it could be tightly told with not a lot of fluff and filler. However, it just seems like it's another been-there-done-that type of movie, so I'm going to say this one is going to be a shove-it. Wow, that's a lot of shove-its, and usually I like to go into a movie with the best hopes that it will be good. But again, this is August. I hope I'm wrong about a lot of these, and that I come out saying, wow, that was a lot of fun. So, we'll see. Now, there is one film coming out that I didn't cover, and that is PlayStation's big screen adaptation of the popular game Gran Turismo, and that is because I've already seen it. It was the Monday Mystery Movie at Regal last week, and I'll have the review of it in an upcoming episode. It was scheduled to be released on August 11th, but because of the strikes, it was moved to August 25th, so look for that review closer to that date. And that's it for this episode of Theater Shove It. Thank you so much for joining me again. I am grateful. Support your local theaters by making plans to go see some of these movies that I predict are coming out this month. And while you're at it, share my podcast with your movie and TV loving friends and family. 
Don't forget, you can drop me a line at seatorshoveit at gmail.com, and you can follow me on Instagram and letterboxd at seatorshoveit and rate me wherever you get your podcasts. Come back next week when I bring you my thoughts on the weekend's new releases, and while you're at it, don't forget to listen to the fourth episode of my five-part summer miniseries, 50 Years, 50 Movies, which is now available for download. Thanks again, everyone, and have a great week. This episode of See It or Shove It was recorded in Orlando, Florida, and is produced by Gregory G. Productions. Music by Mysterio Music. All rights reserved.